Hello. I wanted to talk about this article I came across. A friend of mine posted it on Facebook, and it's called The Misogyny of Climate Deniers. And the the subtitle is Why Do Right-Wing Men Hate Greta Thunberg and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez So Much? Um, which is interesting. Um, this is a left-wing article written from a left-wing perspective. And as you may know, my, one of my goals is to bring the left and right closer together so that people can work together and not just throw insults and arguments at each other that don't work. You know, a lot of the arguments that right-wingers try to convince left-wingers don't work, and vice versa. You know, I'm I'm all about debate and conversation, but the kinds of debates and conversations that we're having are not working, so I'm... I'm going to try to read this article and and tell you how I would change certain things. Or certain perspectives that this this writer has. So it is very interesting that climate deniers tend to also be not feminist. And, and and of course this this article kind of because it's written from a left-wing perspective it kind of paints the picture that well these people are bad people so of course if they're a bad person they're going to be climate deniers and since they're a bad person they're also going to be misogynists because the underlying cause is that they're a bad person um that's the general vibe I get from this this article. Um la- later on in the article they kind of explain their theory for why they're a bad person and their theory is that they have a package of values and behaviors connected to a form of masculinity that this researcher calls industrial breadwinner masculinity. So they're attached to this idea of what things should be like in industrial society. They have this idea that there's this masculinity that's powerful, that is the breadwinner that's part of industrial society and that they want to uphold. And they also see the world as separated between humans and nature. And so that it's okay for humans to exploit nature, and nature will be fine no matter what we do. Nature is not vulnerable. It doesn't matter how much we pollute it, it'll be fine. So that's that's the theory of, 
of why these people are climate deniers and misogynists. And that's, that's okay. It's a theory. It, it kind of rubs me the wrong way that these researchers are psychoanalyzing an entire group of people. But anyway, let, let's get back on track. So the article starts off by mentioning this guy Bjorn Long, Lomborg. Um, and how he he doesn't like Greta Thunberg. Thunberg? I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Um, Greta Thunberg is, of course, this young Swedish climate activist um, who's become famous for her speeches at various popular things. She's been talking to world leaders about how they need to do more to help the climate. And she's become very famous for organizing these Fridays for Future where young kids skip school to protest for the climate. And her speeches are very... Um, she doesn't she doesn't dance around the topic. She's very forthright. She's very to the point. And her point is, you guys in power are not good enough. <clears throat> her point is that us kids deserve to have a future, and you guys in power are destroying it for us. That's her whole point. Now, as someone who believes in climate change, I can watch a video of Greta Thunberg and admire her courage for saying that directly to world leaders. Someone like Bjorn Lomborg, who he has this book called Cool It, which, which were which argues that um, the climate change global warming phenomenon isn't as isn't as bad as people are making it out to be so he has a book and I'm sure that there's really good arguments in his book that I probably wouldn't be able to refute because I don't know much about climate science and I'm sure he has I'm sure he's genuine in what he believes. And if you believe that, of course you're going to see this little 16-year-old girl as like an uneducated person who's very arrogant and how she's telling all these world leaders who have much more education and, and experience than her. She's telling them what to do. And in your opinion, she's wrong. So of course you're going to see her as this like little kid who's a little bit annoying. And that seems normal. It's like if there was a tiny little like 15-year-old 
kid from, I don't know, Texas, who suddenly got super famous for telling people that climate change isn't real. Of course, everyone on the left would call him a little twerp, you know. There's no no question about that. And the article goes on to explain that anonymous Twitter people are very, very rude to Greta, and, and of course that's true for anyone who's famous. It's no it's not really evidence of of anything. It's just when you get famous that happens. But people on the left like to say that that's evidence that there's a far right um, like attack. Um, but you gotta you gotta remember that this is the internet. Everything happens on the internet. Anyway, so so why is climate denial associated with not being feminist? And the question that this article doesn't ask is why is climate change activism associated with feminism? Because that should have the same answer. If, if climate change activism and climate change um, belief is associated with feminism, then of course climate change denial will be associated with not feminism. And and why is why is this a left wing right wing thing too? Like why why is climate change activism associated with left wing? And feminism is associated with left wing. And this is a, a, a strange question for me, and I don't fully know the answer. Be, but, you know, as someone who thinks about how to bring the left and the right closer together, I'm, I'm starting to think about what is it that makes people left-wing and what is it that makes people right-wing? Because someone who's left-wing will believe in climate change and will believe in feminism, and I don't, it's not obvious what the connection is between those two things. I mean, this this article kind of mentions later on that it's seen as feminine to go to a, a climate change protest or something. Um... Yeah, so in this article it says, in one experiment, participants of both sexes described an individual who brought a reusable bag to the grocery store as more feminine than someone who brought a plastic bag, regardless of whether the shopper was male or female. So it's more feminine to bring a reusable bag, which is strange and that might 
account for some of this link between climate change activism and feminism because i mean maybe people have this idea that feminine is more caring and therefore caring about the environment is is more feminine but does that explain the whole thing does that explain why left-wing people are climate activists and feminists are left-wing people more feminine and and if this is a left yeah so if this is a left-wing article they're arguing um, this is so complicated so they're arguing about why the right-wing people are the way they are but they're not looking about why the left-wing people are the way they are and in their explanation for why the climate deniers the right-wing people are the way they are they they use feminist they use gender stereotypes basically it's a stereotype for feminine people to be more caring to have a reusable bag so they use gender stereotypes to justify why the right-wing people are climate deniers and misogynists but if you remember before when i said why are left-wing people climate activists and feminists it seems like it should be the same underlying reason for why right-wing people are climate deniers and climate and uh feminists not feminists so it seems like it's no good to use gender stereotypes to explain that because the left-wing people are all about not using gender stereotypes in anything getting rid of those stereotypes you know so if if left-wing people are climate activists and feminists because of stereotypes because they're more feminine and feminine feminine people stereotypically are more caring then then they're kind of stepping on their own tails because they're trying to get rid of stereotypes and if they are the way they are because of stereotypes then they have to question that so i don't think that's the reason why this this correlation exists it might be a very small part of the reason but i wouldn't i wouldn't account the whole thing to that and i think i need to do more research on this there's so many smart people on both sides of this debate there's a this article mentions a right-wing european institute for climate and energy that's a think tank and if you can imagine what a think tank is it's a large group of people thinking about something 
And you'd have to be a, a very pessimistic person to believe that that whole group of people is just there in order to be selfish and try to come up with lies that will convince people to deny climate so that they can continue to exploit the the earth. I very much doubt that all of these think tanks are filled with people like that. You know, they're filled with people who have legitimate concerns. And so are the left-wing people. So I I really want to figure this out. Why why are people so unable to communicate with each other on these issues? Why do people act as if other people are bad people? You know, this article, the whole, every time they mention right wing, you just get the idea that they think right wing is just evil. It's like if you're on the right, you're evil. You know, and I, I just can't, I can't call half of the population evil. I can't do it. And I, I don't want to support people who are maybe making up stories about why the, the other side is so evil. You know, the, this thing that where they said that climate activism and caring for the environment is seen as feminine and therefore climate science becomes feminized. It is viewed as oppositional to that industrial breadwinner masculinity thing that they were saying. This is all a very complicated story for why these people are climate deniers. And of course, it makes sense, and you're not going to question it if you're a left-wing person. But if you're a right-wing person, of course, you're going to look at that and think, wow, they just made some stupid reason up for why I believe what I do. And Actually, the reason why I believe what I do is because of this fact and this fact and this fact. And that I, I think we need less, less psychoanalyzing the other side and trying to explain why they're so evil and more talking to the other side and asking them why they believe what they believe. Instead of hearing what they believe and immediately attacking it, ask why they believe what they believe. And then keep asking why until you really understand it. And then you can really work together.
So, this is what I hope. This is what I'm going to practice in the world. I hope to meet more right-wing people because at this point in my life, all my friends are on the left wing, which is another interesting phenomenon. Um, and yeah, so let's all be nice. <laughs> Bye for now. Oh, yeah, if you want to email me, that it's paulbartonsounds at gmail.com. If you know the answer to any of these questions I'm asking, please let me know. <laughs>